All right, welcome back to another edition of Baseball Banter. I'm your host, Justin Ginelli, on what actually will be the first of two episodes tonight um, on this August the 8th, 2022. Uh, reason being for two episodes is we are first doing a special uh, episode honoring the life of one Vince Scully. Um, as you are sure aware of by now, on Tuesday, August the 2nd, so just about a week ago, the longtime Dodger broadcaster uh, passed away at the age of 94. He was the team's broadcaster for 67 years, started in 1950, working with Red Barber. Back when they were in Brooklyn, obviously was there as they made the move to Los Angeles in 1958 and called a number of big games. Uh, in baseball, in football, called golf. I mean, Vince Scully really did it all and was in the Dodger organization as their broadcaster for 67 seasons, retiring at the end of 2016. And it was fitting that in his final broadcast, where he had, he's seen a lot of great years with the Dodgers, and in his final broadcast... A walk-off home run by Charlie Culberson. It was final home broadcast, I should say. Uh, a walk-off home run by Charlie Culberson to clinch the National League Western Division title. Something that the Dodgers have really been accustomed to over the last decade. And, you know, his calls are just perfection. And the, poet, the, the poetic nature of how he could call a game. The stories he'd tell, you know, the, the knowledge he had of not just the game of baseball, but the lives of the athletes themselves. Um, I, I think it just spoke to the hard work, the dedication uh, that Vince Scully had on a day in and day out basis uh, for those 67 years. And lots of iconic moments throughout baseball. You know, Vince Scully was the voice of. You know, April 8th, 1974. He's the Dodger broadcaster when Henry Aaron hits home run number 715, surpassing the great legendary Babe Ruth. You know, countless World Series. The announcer for the 1986 World Series where the famous behind the bag gets by Buckner. Um... with the Mets over the Red Sox, you know, just a, just a call that gives you absolute chills, and the way he stops talking and allows the crowd to kind of dictate the moment, you know, with you know as as Shea Stadium was rocking, or two years later when Dodger Stadium was rocking after the improbable home run by Kirk Gibson. I mean, those are two of his finest calls of all time. And oh, by the way, he was already a Hall of Famer at that point. He was inducted into the National Baseball Hall of Fame with the Ford C. Frick Award in 1982. He had been a broadcaster for 32 years already. He had 34 more years left in him. Just absolutely, absolute brilliance. And 
I, I don't think that anybody will ever come close to matching the greatness of Vince Scully. You know, I, I've always talked about how much I enjoy listening to guys like Gary Cohen and Howie Rose. And even them, admittedly, they know that they could never hold a candle to Vince Scully's career. Because there are very few GOAT debates where it's not debatable. It's not debatable. Vince Scully is the greatest broadcaster that has ever lived. And I don't know that there is anybody who can ever even come close. And I don't think we'll ever see this kind of longevity ever again. You know... And the organization, um, they have done a wonderful job honoring his memory uh, over the past week. And, you know, especially prior to Friday night's game um, and then prior to the last couple of nights, there, there was a recording of Vin saying it's time for Dodger baseball as the Dodgers would take the field. And I, and I hope that they would keep that tradition up going forward because, you know, nobody nobody described a moment quite like Vin. Nobody called a game quite like Vin. And, you know, he, he's going to be missed. And, you know, he did it until the age of 89 years old. I mean, and to not and to never lose his wits, never to lose... The strength in his voice, you know, to to broadcast all those games for all those years. Now, obviously, as he got as he got older, his travel started reducing, and he would mainly do home games and a lot of the western, a lot of the west the western division road games. But still, you know, his voice was still as sharp as ever in his final season. His calls were still. On point, his stories never, you know, never waned, and he really just captured everything, every imagination a baseball fan could have. Because you know, when he started out, baseball was not not even televised yet. Like he, like just think about that in context, the longevity and context. Baseball had not even been televised in 1950. You know, TVs were barely starting to become a thing back then. And, you know, calling games on radio and even to the, and even to the very end, to the, to the final year. The, the, to the first three innings, when he, when he was doing TV, the first three innings were simulcasted on Dodger Radio. So the radio audience still got to hear Vince Scully for the first three innings. And, you know, I was fortunate as a younger generation, as somebody who's 30 years old, um, I, have, I have a father who was a Dodgers fan, and that's what he grew up to. He would fall asleep listening with, with his little earbuds and a transistor radio, you know, falling asleep to a Dodger game. You know, Vince Scully narrating the game, narrating his story. And for me, we started getting what the MLB Extra Innings Package around 2007, 2008, I would say. 
So I got to I got to listen to a lot of Dodger games. You know, me being as a Met fan, it was cool watching Dodger games because a because my dad liked them, but b because they played later in the night. You know, with the Mets, you're playing at seven o'clock, and because they're playing at seven o'clock their time, the games are starting at ten out. You know, here east in the Eastern Time Zone, and there was plenty of time to listen to the Dodger broadcast and listen to Vince Scully and, you know, really just get to understand what generations who have come before me have gotten to enjoy. You know, it's just, I mean, just think about it. You know, think about, again, think about him starting his career in 1950 and in his final season, he he was calling games started by rookie pitcher Julio Urias, who was born in 1996. So, I mean, just think about the generational age gap. There were guys born in the 19-teens playing in the 1950s. The 1920s. They were born in the 1920s. And then here in his final year, a kid born in 1996. I mean, there's just so many things that allows you to just gain perspective of how long he did it and how great he was each and every season. You know, not many people might be aware of this, but he was actually the broadcaster for CBS during the NFC Championship game, the 1981 NFC Championship game, which featured the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. You know, just to go off baseball for a second as we talk about Vince Scully. Um, why is that? Why was that game significant? That was known as the catch by Dwight Clark. The pass from Montana to Clark in the back of the end zone. And, you know, again, as perfect of a call. And then lets the, lets the crowd, lets the moment tell the story. And... Again, nobody did it quite like Vince Gully. You know, it was it was a, it was a great uh, little tribute. Again, on Friday, you know, uh, Dave Roberts with an, an absolutely beautiful message. You know, Dave Roberts, Dodger manager, also played for the team for a couple of seasons. Um, so he had a relationship with Vin. And then Joe Davis and Oral Hershiser. Uh, the current Dodger broadcasters, and I can't say enough about how you know how seamlessly uh, Joe Davis has been able to transition in the booth. I mean, of course, nobody again, nobody's going to be Vince Scully, you know. But to get somebody as good as Joe Davis, you know, the Dodgers hit an absolute home run, and he he and Oral Hershiser um, draped a banner from the broadcast booth um, that says, "We'll miss you." At, you know, as a ode to Vin, who on the final day, he draped a banner over saying, I'll miss you, with his signature. And I think it's a nice touch, and I hope, and I'm sure they probably will. They're probably leaving that up outside the broadcast booth. Um, you know, just an absolute uh, beautiful tribute all around all around baseball, you know, moments of silence throughout the league, 
you know, especially here in New York where he got his career started. You know, baseball in New York was three teams back in back in the 1940s and 50s. And actually even even before that. You know, with the New York Giants, the Brooklyn Dodgers, and the New York Yankees obviously. But obviously we had the whole situation with the Dodgers fighting with the city of Brooklyn about a new stadium and they never came to a deal. So they said, all right, we're moving west. And the O'Malley family moved the Dodgers west. At the same time, the, the Giants moved their team out west. And that's where the Dodgers-Giants rivalry continued. And actually, Vince Scully grew up a giant, a New York Giants fan. And his favorite player was Mel Ott. And Mel Ott was one of the game's early greats. You know, 511 home runs. Just an absolute, absolute star for the New York Giants in the 20s and 30s. And, and he really appreciated the game um, as, you know, as a New York Giants fan. And then to have the, and then to be a broadcaster for the Brooklyn Dodgers uh, was really a dream come true. You know, he attended Fordham University and actually played in a famous collegiate baseball game in which Vince Scully was the center fielder for Fordham. And guess who the first baseman was for Yale? None other than somebody who went on to become a future president of the United States, George Herbert Walker Bush. George H.W. Uh, Bush was the first baseman for Yale that day. And I mean, I mean, just think about how those two careers, you know, led themselves. You know, Bush ends up getting into politics again, and then becoming the forty-first president of the United States. Scully, the broadcaster for the Dodgers, and voicing the team for sixty-seven years. And and if you think about the city of Los Angeles and kind of. How's, how lucky they were to have Vince Scully, but not just Vince Scully, but also to have guys like Dick Enberg, who was the broadcaster for the Los Angeles Rams and the, Los, and the California Angels. And then you had Chick Hearn, uh, the longtime legendary broadcaster for the uh, Los Angeles Lakers, and then the, the great Bob Miller, who just recently retired as of, I think, two years ago um, from broadcasting the Los Angeles Kings. So, I mean, the city of Los Angeles has been really fortunate to have some great, great Hall of Fame broadcasters. And sadly, we've reached the point where Bob Miller's the only one left. You know, he's the only one left living. You You know, we lost... Chick about Chick Hearn about twenty years ago, I want to say, and um, you know, and then Dick Dick Enberg passed about five or six years ago. So it, it's an era and a chapter that is closed on the city of Angels. And Vince Scully was the cream of the crop, and his legacy will never be forgotten. I mean, if you are a play-by-play broadcaster. You just 
under you you need to understand the legend and the greatness of Vince Scully because he set the standard. He set the bar and he really just blows everybody out of the water. And you know, it, it leaves it leaves you speechless when he just has such great feel for every single moment. So, you know, it, it was a good touching tribute by the broadcast teams. Um, I was watching the Dodgers Giants game on Tuesday night when the news came down, and that's actually how I found out because I actually wasn't really scrolling through my phone Tuesday night. I actually was um, kind of off my phone as the night got a little bit later and was watching the game and you know got the news from Brian Anderson who was calling the game for TBS on Tuesday and you just reflect on you get to reflect by them playing some of the famous calls some of the great moments in Dodger history baseball history um, and then a good touching tribute uh, after the game and the next day um, by the San Francisco Giants, you know, as, as they were the home team um, during this latest series at Oracle Park. And actually, the visiting broadcast booth, if you believe it, the visiting broadcast booth at Oracle Park is the Vince Gully broadcast booth. That And there's a plaque outside of the booth um, denoting how many games broadcasted, how many years in the business, you know, 67 seasons. Uh, you know, and that's where his final game was. The final series for the Dodgers was at Oracle Park uh, between the Dodgers and the Giants. So, you know, everybody has been very, very, um, very, very kind in all the tributes, and you know, it, it hit for me because, again, because of the connection I, I explained earlier, and you know, there you. You can't listen to a Vince Scully call and not want to shed a tear or two right now. You know, that that's how hard um this has really hit a lot of people. And he will he will leave behind the greatest legacy uh in baseball. So this you know this podcast that this podcast alone I felt like it was not appropriate to honor the late Vince Scully and then just start talking about what's going on around the league tonight. Um, I just felt that just did not do its service. Um, We will have another podcast coming up in a little while, kind of going on about some of the other games. But I wanted this podcast alone to be a special reflection on the great Vince Scully. And as I share my closing thoughts here on this one, I I just want to say I'm very fortunate that, you know, I got to enjoy Vince Scully, albeit at the end of his career, um, because you you cherish moments. And, you know, a, a a moment I'll never forget was sitting in the living room watching the Dodger game with my with my father 
uh, as Clayton Kershaw throws his no-hitter against the Colorado Rockies back in 2014. You know, sharing a no-hitter. I mean, the countless number of no-hitters and perfect games. He was the voice. He was the voice for the Don Larson perfect game in 1956. He called four Sandy Koufax no-hitters, including the perfect game in 1965, September 9th, 1965. Dodgers Cubs. Everyone knows. That's how everybody knows about Harvey Keene. Two and two to Harvey Keene. You know, it really just exemplifies how great he was. I mean, he got to call the the no-hitter by Clayton Kershaw. You know, and he just got to see so many incredible moments um and, and and do it so perfectly that you're just you're just in absolute awe of so that's that's a wrap here um again just condolences to the Scully family um you know not 94 years old just an incredible life well lived a very humble man um who was almost embarrassed per, to put it put it lightly on all all the uh flowers and all the uh you know compliments thrown his way but it, the, but all of that was well deserved the the respect and the compliments just so well deserved because this was the greatest career of all time in broadcasting so, Vin, I'll certainly miss you. Have a good night.